Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. From the Society for Nautical Research, in partnership with Lloyd's Register Foundation, I'm Sam Willis. And this is the Mariner's Mirror podcast, the world's number one podcast dedicated to all of maritime history. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Mariner's Mirror podcast. Today, we continue our mini series on maritime Africa. If you haven't heard the previous episodes, do please go back and listen to those. We found out about whaling in Africa, the terrifying skeleton coast of Namibia and its many fascinating shipwrecks, the hugely important role of African canoemen in trade on the African coast, the wonderful Swahili coast of East Africa with its unique cultural mix of African and Arabic culture. Today we find out about two UNESCO World Heritage Sites on the Swahili coast, Kilwa Kisiwani and Songo Munara, both islands in modern-day Tanzania with the most extraordinary maritime culture and heritage. In 1331, the Moroccan traveller and scholar Ibn Battuta visited Kilwa and described it as one of the most beautiful cities of the world. And trust me, this man had been pretty much everywhere. He knew what he was talking about. Kilwa Kisiwani was the centre of the Kilwa Sultanate, whose authority at its height in the 13th to the 15th centuries stretched the entire length of the Swahili coast. We also hear about Songo Monara, a unique Swahili stone town on a nearby island. To find out more, I spoke with Mercy Umbogela, site manager at Kilwa, someone with a deep understanding of the local history and the way that the modern inhabitants of both Kilwa and Songo Monara live alongside their deep maritime history. As ever, I hope you enjoy listening to her as much as I enjoy talking with her. Here is the inspirational Mercy. Can you tell us about Kilwa? Can you describe it? I think let's start off with that for people who've never been there. Okay. Uh, Kilwa Kisiwani, we have two islands. Kilwa Kisiwani and Songomnala. But the site it named as the ruins of Kilwa Kisiwani and the ruins of Songomnala World Heritage Site. So the site is the archaeological and the historical site of which it dates back from 9th century to 19th century. Okay. Yes. Wow. So it found uh, in the um, 
thousand cost of Dar es Salaam, about three hundred kilometers to reach Kilwa from Dar es Salaam. And when was Kilwa um, at its height? When was it the the the, the biggest and most important? Uh, the biggest important in there is um, uh, for now is a historical building which we have there in Kilwa. As we have many build, historical monument or building like a uh, great mosque of which the Great Mosque of Kilwa is among or one of the oldest standing mosques in the coast of East Africa. You can't, wow. you, yes, you can't find the uh, oldest and the standing mosque in the coast of East Africa rather than Kilwa. So it uh, built from 11th century. Really? 11th century, almost 1,000 years back. Up to does it have a, does it have a dome? Does it have it, a dome? It have it? a lot many domes. It have many domes. Any dome. Many domes and um, uh, pillars, almost uh, like forty-five pillars. Right. Okay. Yes. A very large site. And um, are there people that still live in Kilwa today? Exactly. Uh, Kilwa Kiswani also Songomnala, the people are living uh, inside the island. So we are collaborated together with this local community in, in site protection because they are among of, um, uh, they are one of um, uh, primary stakeholders, our primary stakeholders. Um, and is it, um, is it easy or difficult to uh, teach them about how to protect the sites uh, around where they live? Uh, of course, it's not difficult in such, uh, because uh, most of the time we arrange the awareness program to the local community who are living inside the island. So we teach them about the archaeology, about the cultural heritage, uh, so uh, most of them, they are aware about the cultural heritage when it comes to the uh, conservation activities or rehabilitation protection. So uh, uh, we get, we involve them as they are aware. So uh, they just cooperate with us in everything we want to do in sight. Um, and is it a maritime community there now? Do they uh, do people there make their living with boats and fishing? Exactly. If, even now, uh, the local community are the fish, fish fishermen by nature, so they used it to build uh, the local boat. Um, but also uh, they used it as a means of transport, but also uh, for fishing activities. Can you tell me about the local boat building? Um, are the boats built on the beach? Uh, mostly they built on the beach areas. They accumulate materials for uh, making a boat, then they used to build in, in the uh, shore areas, in the beach areas. Are the, um, are the local fishermen aware? Do they know that there is a history of 
international trade from their island. Exactly. They know, although uh, not to much extent, but they know that uh, in both Iceland, there was uh, people who lived there, like um, a group of uh, Shilazi people who lived there early from almost in ninth century. And later on, the other group of people from Malindi, businessmen from Malindi, Kenya, they get there from uh, 15th century. Uh, but also in the 16th century, another group like Portugal, ah. P- Portugal, as they constructed uh, the year 40 there, we have uh, Portugal 40, the ruins. They lived there. But also another group like um, uh, uh, Arabs from Omani, from early uh, late 18th uh, century to early 19th century, but also French uh, and uh, British, also and German people for the different yeah. period, they lived there. So all these groups, uh, they came there for different purposes. But uh, the most purpose is. Uh, uh, trading. Trading. For instance, if we, we trace back from Shilazi people, they traded uh, with um, ivory, gold, but also uh, wood, tree products. And um, remember that gold was not minted in Kilwa, was minted from Great Zimbabwe. Because Kilwa was like a trading center in the coast of East Africa. So the traders from different parts of the world, like Europe, Asia, Arab, they moved from there to Kilwa as the, uh, where they meet with the different products in which they they wanting. So that's why as a trade trader man, they go to Great Zimbabwe to take gold. Then they moved via Sofala up to Kilwa, where they trade from different parts of the world. They meet there in Kilwa. Um, you mentioned the Portuguese. Um, so the Portuguese arrived at the same time that Kilwa was very important. Yeah. Did they bring violence with them or did they trade in a friendly manner? Uh, in the history, it believed that uh, at a time Portugal uh, uh, lived in, in Kilwa, they invaded Kilwa. They invaded Kilwa because they came there when Kilwa, uh, uh, the prosperity of Kilwa is in high peak. So where Kilwa already have their own money, their own currency. So Kilwa was like a state, a country, a nation, because they they made they made and only of which the currency, kilo currency or kilo coin was used um, uh, not only within Kilwa, also uh, with the uh, countries uh, close to Tanzania or Kilwa at the past. Mm. So at a time Portugal arrived there, they invaded Kilwa and there uh, is a remaining of um, guns over there which was used by Portugal at a time they invaded Kilwa. And, uh, but also in history, it is believed that um, uh, the trade which conducted by Portugal was not in a friendly manner. 
compared to uh, Arab or Shilazi, the, the first group of which arrived at Kirwa. And uh, the, the means of that kind of trading they do, uh, the Portugal, uh, make uh, Kilwa started to drop down because it was not in a friendly manner with other uh, businessmen. That's why the uh, traders, other traders, they started to move to establish another uh, city state where they do everything over there. Yeah. So um, you have the... Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Remains of the Portuguese fort, you have the giant mosque, the large mosque. Are there um, remains of everyday people's houses at Kilwa? Uh, the, the historical remains. Mm. Yes, apart from the Great Mosque, uh, we the, the other remain is uh, uh, Portugal Fort, which was constructed in the 16th century, 1505. For the, right. Yes, for the first time, uh, and uh, was constructed under uh, governor Portugal governor Francisco de Almeida. Francisco de Almeida, as uh, this fort was used for administration and security purpose for taking care of the island. But later on, the Portugal Fort was uh, used after the fall of Portugal. The fort was used by Arabs from Omanis. Okay. Yes, so they, uh, they, they uh, uh, reconstruct it, but also they used it. They added some elements, some art architecture style uh, from Arabs within mm -hmm. the port. So uh, also we have uh, the small mosque, small mosque. And uh, it is believed that uh, in Kilwa Kisiwani, uh, there was uh, almost 99 small mosques over there. Blimey. Yes, the whole island was constructed, was very beautiful, was a big city. 
but uh, apart from the uh, small mosque, also there was a palace, sultan house, but also there is uh, ancient wells where mm -hmm. they used it to fetch water. Ah, yes, that makes sense. So you need to, you need a source of fresh water to um, have a significant society. Exactly, but also uh, there is a, a graveyard where you can find the tombs. Right. And in that graveyard, are there graves from people across the Indian Ocean or are they all locals? Uh, not not locals. Uh, because before uh, coming of um, uh, people from other uh, parts of the world in Ikelwa, uh, it is believed that there was the indigenous people who lived there. Uh, the famous known as um, Ndimbo. In fact, there is a, uh, you cannot find uh, the uh, tombs or the cemeteries for indigenous people. Reza for Shirazi, the people who came there for trading purpose. Yes. Um, is there the remains of a harbour where big trading ships could go and stay safe from um, from the weather? Um, I'm wondering how the maritime trade worked with the island. Yes, we have the oldest harbour in Kilwa, which was using was used at the past. Even now, we also use. Okay, well, Kilwa sounds amazing. Could you now tell us about Songo Munara? Um, is that uh, is that different? Is it similar? Songo uh, Munara, of course, um, each island it have its own unique history, yeah. but also unique architecture um, uh, building, because uh, Songo Munara is in um, a historical uh, city state which developed or established after the prosperity of Kilwa Kiswani. So it's like another uh, uh, trading center which established because of the prosperity of Kilwa Kiswani. And not only Songomnala, close to Songomnala also we have another island is the Sanjayakat. All this island, um, they establish another business center, trading center, because of the prosperity which they had from Kilwa Kisuan. So Songomnala, it started to grow up from uh, in the end of 14th century to 19th century. So from there, uh, you can find uh, the historical building which was constructed also with a group from Shilazi, Shilazi group. So there is a Friday mosque, like a great mosque of Kilwa Kisuani. But in Songomnala, we call Friday mosque because it was only used in a Friday. Okay. Yes, in Monday or other days, they used it as a small mosque, but only on a Friday, they meet together. Uh, so apart from the Great Friday Mosque of Songomnala, also there is a small mosque, but also there is a, a Sultani housing or Sultani palace. Mm -hmm. There are also a Sultani office. 
there are also ancient wells, but also uh, cemeteries. And are, are there archaeological excavations going on at Songo Manara? Uh, last last years we did uh, archaeological excavation. Archaeological excavation with uh, Stephanie, Stephanie, uh, Stephanie from York University. But also we have an other excavators like Stephanie Padins from Aga Khan University. Some of them, we, uh, we collaborate together in doing excavation, although uh, not to uh, much extent the excavation was done because there are uh, many areas which remain where excavation was not done at all. And we have another archaeological remains which not excavated. We have many historical buildings which are underground, not excavated. Because even the historical building which we have now, uh, some of them was excavated. That's why we, we see it. So there are a lot of buildings. Because Kiwakiswani itself, I, talked to, I, to, I told you that uh, there was 99 small mosques in Kiwakiswani only. But uh, the standing mosque, which the standing ruins, which uh, we see now is almost like in uh, 60 or 70, but the rest is under the ground. So mm. it needs to uh, be excavated. Hopefully it will be protected if it's been underground for that long. So the, uh, the remains will be in a very good quality. Exactly. Exactly, and and that, and uh, uh, this is uh, an opportunity for excavators from all parts of the world. If they want to do a project in our site, Kilwakiswani Songamnala, there are a lot of work to do in research activities, but also in excavation activities. Well, it's very exciting to see what will come out of it. Um, what do we know about the people who lived at Songo Monara? Did they did they trade in the same goods, ivory, gold, mm -hmm. as the people at Kilwa, or different? Okay, uh, you ask if they traded like what they used at Pasi. Mm. Uh, no. Uh, because, the, um, uh, for instance, uh, nowadays uh, people... The ivory trade is restricted in our country because the uh, game reserve or uh, like Selu game reserve, it is a reserve area. It is protected and it's a UNESCO site. So you can't find easy <laughs> the ivory. So <laughs> they traded with um, other uh, products like um, uh, mostly fish, mm -hmm. fish, but also. Food product like that. Yes. Yeah. Well, um, thank you very much for talking to me today and um, be sure to keep in touch. I'd love to find out all of the wonderful things that you're going to discover. Thank you much, Sam. And I'm happy to meet with you. I'm happy to speak with you today. Uh, you are welcome anytime. <laughs> thank you, Mercy. Bye bye. <laughs> bye.
Thank you all so much for listening. Do please remember that this podcast comes from both the Lloyd's Register Foundation and the Society for Nautical Research. And do please check out what both of those brilliant institutions are doing. You can find the History and Education Centre of the Lloyd's Register Foundation at hec.lrfoundation.org.uk. And I'd urge you to look out their latest project, Maritime Innovation in Miniature, where they are filming the world's best ship models using the latest camera technology, something that we have begun doing here on the Mariner's Mirror podcast. So uh, do look at that. Also, please check out the Society for Nautical Research at snr.org.uk, where you can join up. You get over a century's worth of maritime scholarship. You can get access to our brilliant winter lecture series. You can even come to dinner on board HMS Victory with us. It's worth every penny. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.